We never stay away from Star Wars for very long. Today we're taking a look at the first episode of the brand new show, The Bad Batch. This is Was It Good? I am Ravi, and I'm here with Krishner and Arjuna. Mr. Michael lives in the producer chair now. You, our incredible audience, are here. Everyone's here, so let's begin. Wow. Damn. Okay. It's actually called Star Wars The Bad Batch. Here's my first question. The Bad Batch. Yes. Do we like that name? This group. It's better than, like, <laughs> what is it? Uh, Clone, Clone Force 99. Yeah. I think that's a pretty badass name. Clone Force 69. Yeah, 69 would be better for sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they I'm would kidding. ever get through, like, Disney's marketing, Disney's legal, legal team, and all that fun you stuff. You think so? 69? It's, a it's, just a, it's just a number. Sure, but his a, sixty nine has like a, a negative connotations. It's not negative. negative. It's you know. I think it's, sexual I think it's beautiful. Everyone knows that you know sex before marriage is a sin. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's get back into our favorite thing. So, Star Wars: The Bad Batch premiere today on the glorious, beautiful day known as May the Fourth, a international um, consumer holiday where new <laughs> shit is released, just like Valentine's Day and Father's Day. <laughs> I love that a company has has done this. Like, good for them. I mean, it's like every holiday, though, right? Like, they've all been consumerized. Hold on, I'm thinking. It's creative. Thinking. My birthday's not consumer. I don't personally buy... That's not true. I buy myself stuff on my birthday. There you go. Hold on, let me think. Let me, your birthday. I don't ever buy you anything on your birthday. That's not true. You have bought me birthday gifts before. What did I You get? just got caught. What did I get you, you last just got caught. caught. You just got caught. I don't, just got caught. I don't even remember what I got you. Yeah. No, that's fine. Embarrassing. We don't either, but it's you did. Yeah, the birthday <laughs> boy doesn't even remember... <laughs> Really? Yeah, that's your fault. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> anyway, Bad Bash. New Clone Wars series. It follows immediately after Order 66 is given. We actually hear the um, audio from Episode 3 of Papa Palpatine giving the order and then also <laughs> discussing how, you know, to the Senate how they ruined his disgusting face. The whole shebang. And then, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff happens. And then, yeah, we get right into it. Get into it hard, pretty pretty quickly. First of all, number one thing before we even get into anything else, they pulled in the 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 the, the narration at the beginning, the same one as from the Clone Wars series, right? Like the opening narration. Yeah, the opening yeah. narration. Like, uh, so I thought it's was, it was a cool way to connect the two. Did they do the same thing in Rebels? That's my no, they question. didn't. Because no. this is this has been billed as a true sequel series to, to the, the Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Yeah, and but. The Clone Wars technically end of this at this first episode, so I'm curious to see mm-hmm. if in the second episode and onward they continue with it, or if it's going to transfer into the Rebels sort of opening where they don't do that. Maybe who yeah. knows? It would be it would be really it would be wild, right? It'd be like they had that announcer guy for one episode yeah. and then transition right out of it. It depends on you know if a lot of the narration that opening narration in each of those Clone War episode Clone Wars episodes was to help set up where the characters and the setting were because mm. you jumped around a ton in Clone Wars. Absolutely. Um, between different characters and different environments. And different different storylines as different well. Different time frames. You know, yeah. like, they, it was not a linear time path throughout Clone Wars. Um, they went back in time. They went forward in time for some times. Uh, so for sure. I went think, to Mortis. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it, if, if Bad Batch does that where it's not, you know, we're not going to necessarily follow exactly where they end at the end of Episode 1, Maybe that makes sense. Yeah, I'm very curious. He's doing eyebrow raises <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. Oh. I mean, the show's already kind of set, like, just even opening sequence where we have the narration, yeah. and then it cuts to Star Wars, and then Star Wars in this, like, square um, box burns, and it says the Bad Batch. Yeah. So it's already kind of, like, set itself so up a little bit differently. Um but you know th- this this picks up you know pretty much after the events of or actually you know the events of episode three are still going on correct as this mm. series is kicking by the end of this episode you know one would assume right. the events of episode three are done you know Vader is in costume Padme is dead Luke and Leia are running around this somewhere. is simultaneous with Revenge of the Sith and even the finale of Clone Wars like yeah. this is Maul and Ahsoka having their epic fight um, on Mandalore <laughs> you have. 
Our producer's just having a seizure <laughs> because uh, we're spoiling so much. Right <laughs> Spoilers, by you're, the way. You're having, you're having Revenge of the Sith go on with, with, with Obi-Wan and Anakin having their epic duel on... Um, well, actually, no. So many duels. Just to correct real quick, duels. the battle on Mandalore between... Um, Oh, that's right. Well, before. That's the before. That's already. That's already it's like a week before. A couple days. Yeah. Here's the th- and this gets me into my first uh, no. point. No, no, that no, I no. want to make about no. this show, which no, is no. aging go. and time oh, in the Star Wars universe. Um, you know, I think most famously between episodes three and four, it's roughly 15, 16 years or cycles or something. You know, people have always questioned, like, well, why does Leia and Luke act like they're in their like, you know, early twenties? Uh, why does Obi-Wan I don't know. Luke definitely acts like he's 13. <laughs> why, why does Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi age, you know, 50, we, we already 20 plus one. years? Christian debunked this with a... No, we his, all did. We all did with the Kabuzi thing. That's the right. Ka- that, I think you debunked it. You were like, there are... There's a super, super cut, cut on YouTube, and we're like, okay, he, he aged a, a lot because he's an alcoholic. But now but now the, the a new character or an old character joins this weird aging problem that Star Wars has. It's a real problem for someone. For you, which only is, you. Which is Grand, yeah. which is Grand Admiral um, Thrawn. This dude, not Grand, uh, Grand, um, Grand Moff, Moff. Grand Moff <laughs> Tarkin. So Tar- okay, Tarkin, right. Tarkin in the anime series, we actually see him in the Clone War series. I believe it's around season three, maybe season four. Actually, with Echoes, um, when when they're actually on a mission to the Citadel to actually rescue um, Tarkin, and Tarkin is much younger looking. Uh, has brown hair, has no uh, beautiful skin, beautiful, very yeah, clear Instagram type skin. It's wonderful, very, very well, beautiful. Wow, chef's kiss. And then you know, roughly eighteen <laughs> months later, at the time of uh, <laughs> of Bad Batch, we see Tarkin again visiting Camino and putting the clones to to, to, to through tests and whatever. Yeah, and. Uh, He's got gray hair. He's got wrinkled skin. He's got liver spots. He looks like Tarkin from episode four. Like he looks a lot older. So I guess my question is, what's the theory? Reckless speculation as to how Tarkin aged that much. So first of all, let's get something straight about aging. Aging doesn't happen for anyone in a smooth, linear uh, process, right? A lot of people, they, they look young, and then a lot of people will just fall off a cliff. They look old over a few years, right? And various things can attribute to that. Some people look young forever. Paul Rudd, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So first thing is... <laughs> one person, Paul yeah, Rudd. Yeah. Paul Rudd right. and nobody else. Jet um, Li. <laughs> Jet Li, yeah. Angelina Jolie. Pretty, yeah, I don't know. Jet Li. Angelina Jolie. Well, Holly, look, look money, money can buy... Holly Barrett. And clearly, Grandma Tarkin did not use his money right. for his looks, okay? He's an ambitious man with a, a rigid agenda that probably induces a lot of stress. He's working for a pretty demanding boss, I would imagine, right? People who in those conditions tend not to take care of themselves, perhaps to the fullest extent that they're able to. And, um, you know, he maybe is prone this 18 months, is maybe the hardest 18 months of his life. We don't know. We're assuming a lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it, it hit him hard. And I'm okay with that. In fact, Ravi, I, I don't care, to be honest. <laughs> here's a, here's a better, here's a better explanation. About the Citadel first aired in February of 2011, which was 10 fucking years ago. <laughs> Animation's come in, a long way since In then. real time. The 10 years in real time, not 10 years in Star Wars made up time. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Animation's changed in 10 years. Thank God. And they're not, you know, the, the animation throughout Clone Wars does improve as you get to the later Big seasons. Time. I mean, have you ever and gone back and watched season yeah. one? It's, 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 it's almost unwatchable. Go, it's go unwatchable. back and watch the movie. <laughs> go back and watch that shit movie that they could, came yeah. out with, with uh, with Zero the Hut and the little the Jabba's the baby son. Hut. It's, like a, it's like a Windows 98 screensaver. Like well, it's, you like know, it's, it's, real like, bad. it's when you compare Toy Story One to like Toy Story Four. Yeah, like the anime, it's shocking. Like, because if you remember Toy Story, oh, you thought, so or like even edge. season one of Clone Wars, you're like, oh, it's so cool, it's smooth, and then you look at it, you're like, no, Ew. Clone Wars the movie looked bad. I blacked uh, when that it first, out. You and I saw it together in mm-hmm. Derry, New Hampshire, the day before school started. I remember this, and <laughs> push in it in your face. 
Well, uh, just why does your memory work like that? I don't know. The day before remember. school started. I, it was the day before. It was I raining. Went back, it I was went 72 back to degrees. It was like probably 76. You know, small breeze. I'll show you that part. But I did get popcorn. I do remember that. It was at the old flagship um, movie theater. in Juna, if you go to a movie theater, you always buy popcorn. That's, That's not always. true. What, uh, Nine out of ten times? Yeah. Yes. I do buy popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I there's mean, that tenth time. Or sometimes I won't. Yeah, well, you're sick that day. I feel like it's more like one out of every 50 times you don't buy popcorn. That sounds right. No, because, like, especially going back pre-pandemic when we were going to AMCs because we have A-list and whatever. Back? I, well, I was cutting back because AMC popcorn always – I didn't like, love it. It, it was, was chemical and it was, it was a stale a lot of the time. So I was Fix like, your popcorn. I only would get popcorn if I saw it literally popping. Oh, oh, so you would, would scope go. it out, and you would see, like, oh, they got a pop. Okay, I'll get some. Arjuna if not, then give me some Arjuna Arjuna would go up to the I counter. Arjuna would go up to the counter and be I like, would. hey, how fresh is that popcorn? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I bucks to make a fresh pack. I respect it. I respect <laughs> it. you got to be careful, though, right? Uh, I know we're real off topic here, but if you get popcorn and something fried, a lot of those movies, I struggle to stay asleep, uh, stay awake. I'd be like, oh. I never had that issue. Yeah, well, it's, it's during bad movies, usually. Oh, I had so. that problem during Justice League. Like yeah. in the middle, like the original Justice League theatrical cut, around the middle. Oh, I, not the sorry. Snyder cut. Yeah, the not, the, not the Snyder cut. Art. Was not in theaters. No, no, the we did not see in theaters. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. not yet. Anyway, yeah. But anyway, Ravi, to bring it full circle, uh, Tarkin um, aged like horrible wine, and that's okay. <laughs> We're not going to judge him for that, or the animators. Yeah, he was an event. Yeah, he he's he was cat. Well, I don't know if he was actually captured in the Citadel. They ran into him when they were looking for somebody. Well, else. no. So they the Separatists had him and a couple other people, if I'm remembering correctly, that knew about a secret hyperspace travel way or something. Yeah, and See, they locked them up in a Separatist prison. Why do I remember this better than I remember actual history? <laughs> Because Star Wars is more important to you than history. It truly is, actually. <laughs> like that's that's legitimately you should, the you case. should you should aspire to be a Star Wars historian. I would be totally okay with that. Yeah, and you like you're the keeper of Star Wars facts, and all the shit you don't like, yeah, you get rid of, or you warp the history. Yeah, you're like the sequel trilogy. Yeah, never happened. So the way I remember, like Episode <laughs> Eight, when Poe talks to General Hux, you know that stupid back and forth of "Oh, can't hear that nonsense." Never happened in my yeah. version. Mm. Never happened. Canto bite? Never happened. <laughs> nope. Never went to Canto Revisionist bite. history. Yes. Episode nine never happened either. Um, the whole thing. Nope. Yeah, nothing happened. Yes. Star Wars ends with episode eight. Oh, you hate that movie. It's fine. Oh, fine. Star Wars ends with episode seven. Fuck oh, it. Wow, that's weird. It's All a weird on ending. a cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah, why not? We'll wait for episode 10, 11, 12, and we'll make some weird history to go between the two gaps. Nice. I don't know. I, I feel like maybe we'll get into this later, but. Star Wars has kind of found its uh, niche on Disney Plus. I feel like. I think so. I think so. With the Mandalorian season one two success, the Clone Wars the final season success. Now this Bad Batch. This Bad Batch is, is definitely really geared good. up to like. And like, we'll definitely get into more of like what makes it great, but it just seems to me that, especially when you compare it to like the Marvel stuff that we like with WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier. I know we were kind of mixed about those here. It just feels like the Star Wars stuff. It just works much better in this like they understand this format better and the stories that they want to tell mm. it, it just it's more entertaining mm. two words dave filoni he is yeah, yeah. that's the yep. that's the reason yeah. the filoni yeah. the filoni man yeah, and, the philosopher and, and, and with filoni. that and with that let's uh let's get to one word impressions wow. oh. i just want to say so we have a timer for our audio uh listeners and uh, before the episode started, Ravi's like, "Yeah, let's keep like a tight twenty. We're you know we're gonna do it. We'll keep this a short, short podcast. We are fourteen and a half minutes into this podcast. Yep. We're just getting to our one word impression. <laughs> Excellent. I, I only care about Star Wars. <laughs> nice and Taco Bell. No, I hate Taco Ew. Bell. Yuck. Anyway, one word impressions, Christian. Let's hear yours. Uh, mine is Crosshair. <laughs> okay, Crosshair is a character. He's the sniper of the Bad Batch. Are you jealous because he has hair? Um. Yeah, a little bit. Because we were thinking, <laughs> about, we were thinking uh, 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 a while ago about potentially oh, cosplaying right. oh, as the I Bad mean, Batch. I, I still would like to do that. It would be interesting. Point. And I think Crosshair was going to be my guy. Yeah. And it's, it's a bit complicated now. Okay. Sorry, Michael. Crosshair is a traitor. <laughs> traitor! Crosshair, Crosshair <laughs> is, looks like it's shaping well, up to at least be our first can, arc yeah. bad. Can we? Well, 
let's go back real quick. I, I don't. I, he's not a traitor. Might yeah, traitor right is a harsh word because he's not in control of his own actions, unfortunately. And they did turn up his chip. Turn and, it up. Um, turn it up to what? And they turned it up to 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 max. And uh, so it's like he's been built to be a perfect redemption character, unlike. John Walker talking in the wilderness. Wow, 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 wow. I'm just, I'm just wow, saying. Wow, 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 wow. Crosshair to me was the most interesting part um, because it, it, that, that whole situation with him is what kept me like mm-hmm. glued to the screen, and it's, uh, honestly, it, it's a direction I didn't see coming at all. I was totally shocked by it. Um, I was like, I thought it was gonna be the Bad Batch plus this new character that we got in um, Omega. Omega. Omega, as the Australians <laughs> would, would say. Um, so, yeah, Crosshair. And uh, I thought that was probably my favorite part, too. Nice. Junior, your one-word impression? Cinematic. Ooh. Uh, I'll go with cinematic because I feel like, especially with, like, season seven of Clone Wars and even this Bad Batch premiere, the animation style and even the angles they choose as they're animating and movement, it's beautiful. Yeah. Like, it really is, like, super memorable stuff. And just really, really well done. And it really makes it, it really reminds me of all the stuff I love about Star Wars, right? The visuals and the epicness to it. And I feel the that I feel that with like the this animated show. And I, f- I felt that with, you know, Clone Wars and even back to the Mandalorian, too. Like they, they really have like invested the time into the visual of, of what they're showing. you, And it feels like there's just a lot of care behind it. And everything is just kind of, you know, chosen meticulously. And it works like it, it definitely works. It gives you this this epicness that I kind of relate to Star Wars. So, cool. cinematic. I'm gonna go for my one word impression: synergy. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> and the reason I bring up synergy is because we're first introduced to the Bad Batch in the final season of the Clone Wars. The first four mm. episodes, yep. there's that arc with the Bad Batch where we're introduced to them. We get a little bit of their backstory and their, you know, who they are. And because of that, I think that helps make this first episode and possibly the, the whole season so much more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And again, to to your dream's point of like Star Wars is really figuring out this Disney Plus thing, planting the seeds, you know, uh, of new characters in an old show that, you know, everyone's familiar with is a great way to kind of introduce you to new people. Makes granted, you nervous, though. Granted, they did a terrible job with the second arc in the, se- the final season of The Clone Wars. That with the, makes me nervous because if, if that turns into a whole show... I might puke. What if they did like a live action multi movie deal with thing, those two with sisters? Those two sisters I, th- I think. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I would still give the I'd benefit be of the doubt to it's if Dave Filoni is involved. Yeah. I'd still give him the benefit of the doubt, right? Because you go back to <laughs> Clone Wars and Rebels, their season ones aren't like super strong, right? It, it mm. takes a while to get into those shows, especially Clone Wars, right? I like, thought Rebels season one was good. Season one's okay, but like the, the later seasons are so much better. Yeah, right. it was definitely a faster start than Clone Wars. For sure. And so that. it feels like, you know, Filoni was a guy that was figuring out how to kind of get into the story and introduce the elements that he wanted. And then once they were really set up, like those those shows kind of took off. Um, maybe that's what these characters need, right? He's, he's trying to figure out like exactly how to introduce them. And, you know, maybe there are some missteps here and there. But he's a guy that when he can return to like characters and environments and different type these different stories... He he does a good job of giving them more life and giving making them more interesting. So maybe if that was a show, I'd give him the benefit of the doubt. I would stay away from it with a ten foot pole until Juno watched it and confirmed it was bad, and then I would just stay away again. <laughs> what if I confirmed it was good? I I would need someone Chris else to. Chris would then to go and double up. up his research and find yeah. like YouTubers and influencers. To, yeah, I would stay in my echo chamber. Then of he why would. It's bad. Then he would like call them and, and like administer <laughs> lie detector tests. <laughs> yeah, all <laughs> this research Some due diligence. Before he bought it, turns thing, turn the fucking thing on. Yeah. So our one word impression sentence would be in order: crosshair, cinematic, synergy. Mm. That's, that's, a, that's an interesting. You uh, missed an opportunity though. If you're going with another c word. Not the C word. If you come <laughs> with a C word Whoa, for your, sure. we would have had three Cs. Yeah, if you go with like clones. Triple C. I mean, that's too Oh, obvious. yeah. That's you should have done clones. As uh, as we look to kind of get more in, in depth in terms of what actually happens in this episode, Arjuna has done a fantastic job, as always, of creating a Arjuna DVD, DVD chapter listing. And Christian here is going to read this in the voice of the immortal screaming at Omni-Man. Are you serious? Yes, sir. <laughs> Oh, oh, I can't even do it. I can't even. Honeyman! There we go. There we go. 
I'm the man. <laughs> Be blind, Clayton. <laughs> so say we all. <laughs> Another Star Wars kid. This is so hard. Food fight. Hard trading mode. Jin, what have you become? I do you have to read it like that. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's yeah, the only yeah, way yeah. to read it. Trader. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Sorry, you don't have bye, Felicia, and, and not really like Pretty it, good. So. That's that's good. Um, I think right <sighs> off the bat, when so I watched this with Krishna, and I neither one. Well, so yep. we see this youngling, and we're like Caleb. We're like, oh, who who the fuck is Caleb? Wait, you guys did not put that together. Not until after. Fuck? Not until I after. was watching. I was just like. Yeah. Wait, Caden's name is Caleb? He was Caleb, he was Caleb before, before he, when he went under his Jedi Master. Yeah, he talks about that in Rebels. It's yeah, a huge thing. completely forgot that. Even, even when we saw, remember when we saw the season seven like trailer, and we're like, that's the young Kanan. It's like the same. Same kids are and everything yep. as a kid. Yeah. So that's, oh, it's, it's, uh, it's pre-blind Kanan. It really pre-blind is. Kanan. pre-blind Kanan. And yeah, so his, his original name was Caleb. Well, obviously, and then he, he has to run away. Caleb um, Dune. The Bad Batch actually helped him get away to a degree, obviously. Um, well, Rambo did. Right, Crosshair. Yeah, Rambo did. Crosshair didn't want to I liked away. how that was done because if they had just straight up made it that they saved him, it wouldn't have explained Kanan's hatred for clones at the beginning of Rebels, right? Yep. So what they, the smart Good way that they call. did it was they had Crosshair literally try to kill him. So he didn't really trust the Bad Batch, right? right. He kind of ran away. He doesn't really understand that uh, Hunter kind of saved his life because he kind of got Crosshair to stand down a little bit. He lied and told people, you know, the other clones. Yeah, he didn't have them going dead. after him. Yeah, exactly. So he did help him, but Kanan is not aware of that. And and so that really solidifies his arc in Rebels when he meets Rex in season two of, like, why he still does not trust the clones. Do you think we're going to see more of young Kanan slash Caleb in this season, or do you think that's it? I, I was, think that's it. I would right? say that's yeah. it. Um, it would be weird again to break that continuity potentially right. of if he runs into them and like they work together. Um, yeah. It wouldn't make that much. It wouldn't make as much sense. Yeah, it, it wouldn't because, like you said, his hatred of clones wouldn't be as strong. You would think if he ends up working with them. Yeah, I like your second chapter. So say we all obviously the clones, you know, galore Cold all dish. recall to Camino, and they're having, uh, you know. Papa Palpatine is having his little speech, <laughs> and they're all cheering. Uh, you know, and they've total, also total personality shifts for all of them. All of them, their yeah. personalities are gone essentially, right? Yeah. They are now, you know, it's actually heartbreaking when you yeah. think about it, yeah. right? You think about like the seven seasons of Clone Wars, yeah, which really I like really give a lot of personality, humanize them, humanize them. In, in two minutes. They took it all away. But think, but but now <laughs> think about that when you yeah. rewatch like Episode Three, right? Because yeah. before before all of this context, you just they're just. They're stormtroopers, right? They're just kind of guys. They're generic. Yep. You don't know who they are um, because it's a movie. You can't establish a, a giant army and their personalities and whatever. And Clone Wars and, you know, Bad Batch and Rebels have all really given personalities to these people. And it, it makes it more heartbreaking just in terms of they they lost it all. Yeah. It wasn't just the Jedi. The Jedi literally lost their lives, but the clones literally lost their lives, too. That's their, a, they've uh, lost their identity. To a degree, yeah. you know? And it's crazy, too, is they don't even realize it. Right. Yeah. Like, you could scream at them all day and be like, you know the Jedi are this, or re- even regardless if they think the Jedi are this or that, their own individual personality in terms of, like, even their, their, their branding on their armor and the helmets, you know, as soon as the order was given and executed, then the next order was go clean your armor, get everything back to, like, standard issue. Uh, because that's who you are. You're, you're stormtroopers. I also thought it was interesting that at, at how quickly Tarkin is on Camino to basically end the deal with the Caminoans. Um, Caminoans. Yeah, <laughs> the cloners. We'll call them cloners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. quickly they they he's there to end the de- you know the deal. Stop making clones. Um, you know, we get a little. If you look at uh, Star Wars Legends. And the original Battlefront 2 PlayStation 2 game, there's actually the 501st Journal in there, which is the um, the like the main single-player story. And they actually talk in there about what happens where a lot of the clones are shipped off to various parts of the galaxy and kind of used as uh, cannon fodder to kind of shrink the ranks of the, five, of the clone army. Right. Which because is... they want loyal servants of the Republic. And it, it's honestly... It, yeah, it's a big gap in terms of... The explanation of why the Empire decided to go with regular humans versus the clones when the clone army was 
more quote unquote efficient, right? And then you have these stormtroopers that were inefficient and you know couldn't hit anything and et cetera, et cetera. So hopefully that's a thread that they kind of continue to explore in the show. If I um, had to guess, I, I think it's to do with the chips in their head. So I th- I think it's like expensive. It, not that it's expensive, but like once it's been done and used, I wonder if there's a fear that somebody could go and reprogram it. Hmm. Um, I mean, again, we don't have all we know is like it's a chip. Right. It's a it's a synthetic slash organic type chip thing. You would think though that that level of control over a person is still more effective right. than. True. Hiring people. Well, what if, like, a <laughs> rebel Jedi faction figured out the a way to turn them all back to, like, you know, free-thinking citizens yeah. or whatever? I, th- I look at it as a cost-saving thing. I would I like think, to get into to Papa Palpatine's head and hear his explanation of, his, like, why, yeah. why did, did Tarkin the, say the, that? The decision was. Didn't Tarkin say that it's cheaper to conscript? Th- I mean, that's than one. To grow re- the army? They, that's one reason, but I, I wonder if there's more. There's more to it, right? Like from the that, that that's well, that's probably the front facing explanation, but. We know Sidious is the one that is deciding well, all this shit. I guess. So what is his? Th- what's his thought process of right. like? I'm just not going to use these clones anymore. And you know, there's probably not. Def- it's probably harder to obviously backtrack and and manufacture that reason because obviously they made four, five, and six. And I guess George Lucas is probably the only person that knows. And it's probably some weird explanation like well, trade he, routes. I think he it comes know, down he, to economics, right? So like Palpatine wants to rule the galaxy, yeah, yeah. for whatever reason. And then people like Tarkin are put in place, and they have to fund this empire. If you have an empire and you've got complete control, and it seems like most of your core worlds are on board, you wouldn't need this large, expensive army. So in theory, you would stop producing the large, expensive army, keep what you have, put it where you need to in order to maintain control. And then in terms of like basic you know, control, have that stormtrooper army. Or... Is it because he didn't want the Kiminoans focusing on the clone army? He wanted them focusing on his clone body, right? Because we know, obviously, he focused in on having some type of clone body. We know that from the sequel trilogy. We know that even from the Mandalorian tease that they were working on that. And between 6 and 7, is that maybe something that relates to it? And does Omega tie into that? So, So with the clones obviously losing their identity... The Caminos are kind of like, what the fuck? Why is Tarkin here ending off, you know, clone production? Um, through all these discussions, we hear um, there's discussion between Tarkin and I think the governor of Camino uh, about the number of genetically altered clones. And the number that's given is five. Five, which we all originally, or a lot of people would think is the five members of the Bad Batch. But Echoes, as we know, is a reg. As the uh, Bad Batch call the regular clones, he's more he's more he's more robot than human, as uh, I think um, <coughs> Tech says, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's revealed to us that it sounds like Omega is a genetically altered clone. Yeah. One of the theories I had once the show kind of this episode wrapped was that I believe Omega may be like force sensitive. The reason is because she has the, those conversations with everyone, especially crosshairs, where she's you know basically saying, "Hey, I know you're about to do something that you don't want to do." Like she has foresight and she's mm. very empathetic, mm. uh, which are all like Jedi traits. Or she's a failed Boba clone. <laughs> <laughs> Boba clone? I mean, they're all technically Boba clones. No, no, but I mean, you know, remember Django made like he wanted a son made, but maybe yep. this is the V one. I didn't work out. He's like, oh, I don't want a daughter. I you, doubt it. you keep her. All right. I try it again. I try it again. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. But you never know. That would be hilarious. I mean, th- that would explain why she ages slowly. Maybe because like that's that was the, the version they tried. I like the idea that I like. We go back to your theory, right? Where maybe the reason Palpatine wants to phase out the clone productions for them to focus on, uh you know, a Force-sensitive body, and maybe Omega is the test subject. Yeah. I don't know if you would need all of the Kaminos, though, to, like, if you're focusing just solely clo- um, Jedi, or not Jedi, Force-sensitive or Force-ready clone bodies, I don't know if you need all of the Kaminos to just do that one thing. Because remember, their entire business and their entire people mm-hmm. is is known to do cloning. Like, I can't imagine... I know, like, the, the Republic's account for cloning... Clones was like their biggest account ever. Like money, with the economy is safe for them. Um, but I wouldn't imagine that would take 
all of them. Because also you have to think, you know, if Palpatine is good with his money, he's not going to spend the exact same amount of money he would spend on just clone forces of bodies to that of like a clone army. Sure. So, but it, it maybe it's a combination of those things. So it's like they can we can conscript cheaply, save ourselves some money, and uh, you know maybe maybe he wants all of them focused on his clone body. Maybe that's an, it's an important thing to him. Well, here's another Clearly. thing though. We know that. Well, I guess we don't know, but at least in the Mandalorian tease in season two. And also in the sequel trilogy, there are no Kaminoans, Kamino, Kaminoans, 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 part of this cloning process, at least that we see. So maybe they all die. You mean, mean like Palpatine, like, uh, yeah, but you mean like Palpatine no, kills goes in and ties off. Really good. He good. Some, some Darth Vader would do easily. I mean, Remember? they did that to the Geonosians. Yeah. Like once they built their, their. No, did they though? Click clack still running around with the, with the egg. That's true. They could be back. He's going to, he's going to repopulate. How? Bring back. Click clack. How excited would you be <laughs> if there is a click clack Geonosian just show and it's solely him? Like, no, 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 no. I want him. I want him to be a shadow. I want him to appear in every show <laughs> and movie after this in some way, whether it's a legend, a story, uh, some cave art of the legendary Click Clack running around, running around with his egg and drawing <laughs> and drawing boobs everywhere. He was in Rebels or Clone Wars. Uh, he was in Rebels because uh, Ezra's Ezra like Ezra's like I'm going to name you Click Clack because you, you keep saying Click Clack and he and he gets and he stops Saul Guerrero I think from murdering him. Because Saw Guerrero is your connection, and that moves into our other talking about Saw Guerrero shows. Same up. voice actor from uh, the Clone Wars series. The Clone Wars series. Oh, Force Whitaker. Yeah, it's not Force <laughs> Whitaker. No, because it's not it's older Saw. It's yeah, younger. I know. I know. What have you? Because again, this is you know roughly eighteen months or whatever after events of Clone Wars. So, <laughs> right. um, he's obviously leading a a group on his home planet. Yeah, which we are first introduced to that planet in Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he's not as angry at this i mean he is angry because he did obviously in the clone wars he loses his sister and that kind of sets him on this he's not a terrorist he's not path. extreme yet, yeah he's he's definitely getting there and he actually offers the bad batch like hey come join up with us so he also doesn't have his nebulizer yet that's true he doesn't have his ne- nebulizer soccer i think is a fascinating character because he's first introduced in clone wars you see his death in rogue one and then you see him pop back up in uh, the Star Wars Rebels, and then he also pops up for a little bit in the Fault Jedi Fallen Order game. So oh, does he? Yeah, he that character's transcended like he's in every. He's a great trivia question too. He's the first animated Star Wars character to then cross over into live action. Not yep. Ahsoka Tano, Saw Gerrera. Oh yeah, yeah, Saw Gerrera was first. Wow, wow. <laughs> Remember that for your next bar trivia. Okay. <laughs> Did you hear that in a, a bar <laughs> trivia game or something? No, but if I ever hosted bar trivia. That would be my Star Wars question. That yeah, one. That one question. Nice, that. nice. Wow. So Moff Gideon, I see, is in our talking points. Oh, I meant Tarkin. Interesting. <laughs> Moff Gideon. Wow. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> there's a Moff Gideon it. connect. Like, yeah. we should. You have something that I want. <laughs> Somebody. Would he be, he'd be alive. He'd be. He'd be around. Would he be involved in Mandalore? I mean, in theory, based on the Mandalorian, he is involved in the burning of the the. Which should be Capital. happening any day soon. Any day now. <laughs> any day, so any day now. Maybe it is relevant. I don't know. Actually, do we think, real quick, do we think Bad Batch are ever going to have some kind of crossover with Mandalore? What's going on over there? Bo-Katan and... Well, we know, we know from the trailers, mm-hmm. uh, Fennec Strand from Mandalore in season two. Who? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Fennec. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fennec. 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 Right. Yeah. Uh, also, Min, uh, Min-Na Wang is returning to... Voice her, oh, cool. so that's our first crossover into Mandalorian characters, right? Because this is a live action character. This is her at a very but many a, a years much, before, right? A much younger age. Yeah, I think um, they talked about it's her character just as she's starting to become a bounty hunter. Obviously, she's a seasoned bounty hunter by the time you run into the Mandalorian. So, I think there's certainly seeds for other characters that have appeared, obviously in Rebels in the original trilogy, and maybe even the se- maybe not the sequel trilogy because. A lot of those characters haven't been born yet. Um, but at least, like, the Mandalorian, for example, like, who knows? Maybe we run into our... our a young Din, John. Our young Din, you know? I would definitely think... I could see us running into, a, like, a Bo-Katan. <laughs> a Death Watch. I mean, it would make, Death, s- it would yeah. make some sense. Like, every... Because yeah. they're scrambling right now. Like, yeah. they're... they're 
you know, planet's all screwed. The Empire's turn coming in, or they're already there technically. Yeah, and you and remember, your one word impression was synergy. So I would not be surprised if there is some, Seeds. especially again, Dave Filoni's the guy working on this. So and he's working on Mandalorian. You know, he he's the guy that can easily kind of connect some of this stuff too. Mm. And it would make sense. Like it, it's it's part of a greater story that they can tell. But it doesn't necessarily have to tie it down and be like, well, if you didn't watch The Mandalorian episode uh, 19 for season two, you're not going to get episode six of Bad Batch season one. Or or <laughs> won't you? <laughs> because even like the Kanan reveal, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you didn't watch Rebels and you're not familiar with the character, you can still it still utilizes yeah. that scene and really fuels... Who the bad you don't the have bad, to bad know. chart. Yeah. It shows you a lot about Crosshair and what he's going through at that point. And you kind of like know about the whole Jedi elimination thing and like this Jedi got away. And maybe he became someone. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. I've never seen it before. Obviously those who've seen Rebels know he does. And that expands what? on his character. <laughs> but I I see I when I first saw him, I was like that looks like Kanan, but it can't be. His name's Caleb. <laughs> so I, and also, I thought his Jedi Master was not that person. I thought it was somebody else. He had he had two, or I think he had multiple Jedi Masters. Well, what makes him so special? He could have more than one Jedi Master. I, don't, I think it was her the whole time. Well, there was he was close to another one Good because point. there's that episode in Rebels where they was realized the Inquisitors person? were like keeping her like half alive or something. Oh, I'm gonna go back and look it up, but there's like a weird oh, story yeah. arc. Oh yeah, season one or two. Yeah, where his yeah, old master or somebody that used to train him. Oh yeah, so a master, a master, yeah, yeah. yeah. a that Jedi master he or was Jedi knight. It might not have actually been a master, but yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so obviously the big thing here in this episode is we're introduced to these you know brand new characters, brand new character of Omega, um, Omega, brand new version of Tarkin who's old and Tarkin. weird looking. Uh, but obviously, the biggest thing obviously is Crosshair. You know, he was a easily they're easily able to turn him and have him actually shoot. You know, his own comrades, uh, and then also deck him out in new armor. What do you think about that blue dark armor that he has now? Uh, I'm actually blanking on what it looks like, so I'm gonna give it you a five out of ten. You didn't get like a full view of it because that it's entire sequence was very dark. dark. Yeah, yeah. but it's interesting. Like he his armor has been changed. To me, <laughs> to me, it looked like the Senate Guard armor, the blue that they have, which is kind of weird because, well, that's a Senate Guard, so I don't know what they're going for there, but... I think clearly he's being set up to be, like, the antagonist of this first season. Yeah. Like, he's going to hunt them down, and, and it's it's either going to end tragically in his death, or maybe he gets redeemed. Um, but I think that's the conflict that they're setting up for, which is sad, like, it's one of their own. Um, but that ship, man, like... Ruins teams. The Power Rangers are no more. They were never the Power Rangers. They were the bad They're batch. better than the Power Rangers. I know, because they get shit They're done. Time Force. <laughs> God. Oh <my> <laughs> yeah, which Power Rangers team does the Bad Batch resemble? Let's look into, obviously, this is a full season. I'm actually not entirely sure how many episodes, but we've got... I think it was announced that it's like 16, 16 or episodes. 17 or something like that. So we got a lot of stuff to, to cover, a lot of episodes coming out, a lot of probably like mini little arcs. Um, mm. When we look at the entire season, obviously we know that this is after episode three. We know this is before episode four. We know that, you know, there is no Luke, there is no Leia. There's going to be probably very little Jedi um, interaction or story things happening here. Maybe you'll see Ahsoka Tano. Maybe an Obi-Wan. Maybe. We'll see. Um, what if we got a live-action Bad Batch in the Obi-Wan show? Or, like, it's just a helmet in the background. Oh, man. Oh, that's dark. Sylvester <laughs> Stallone has to be a uh, hunter, even though he's too old. Uh, but what the do we Asian. think, like, our bold... Like, do, do you guys have any kind of bold predictions for <sighs> a show like this where it's, it's exploring a very uh, unique open space in the in the Star Wars landscape? I think I think to, to help frame the question, you have to think about what... So, it's a newly formed empire. So young, fledgling empire, Darth Vader has just recently come into his new suit, new suit and his new power. Um, so you would think that I, th- if I was going to have a bold prediction, I think it would be that the Bad Batch will be presented with a very powerful enemy of the empire outside of Crosshair, whether it's like another Moff or someone like a high-ranking official. Um, I think I think they're gonna have multiple entanglements with the Empire, and they, it's gonna sp- span like multiple aspects of it. I th- I think we already are introduced to who the 
big political figure is. I think it's going to be Tarkin. His name's Tarkin. Because you've got that mm. Echoes and Tarkin crossover from Clone Wars already. You have Tarkin seem kind of annoyed with this this group, the Clone Force 99. Mm -hmm. um, he made it like his personal responsibility to turn one of them and set that one loose on them. So I think it's going to be a, a Tarkin. Um, and if it is Tarkin, it'll be interesting because perhaps we're going to see, you know, beyond what we saw in Rogue One in terms of how um, Urso put, you know, a, a, a thing in the Death Star and all that fun stuff, maybe we're going to see even more kind of like behind the scenes of the Death Star and Tarkin kind of working with individuals to get that program off the ground and maybe the Bad Batch are the pain in his ass, essentially. Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's very literal. In his ass. In his ass. Yes. What about you, Jim? Do you have a, a bold prediction? Yeah, I would say my bold prediction is uh, I think as the Bad Batch kind of figure out what's next in their lives is there's there's kind of no more Republic. You know, they're, they're no longer part of this army. They're kind of on the run. They're doing their own thing. Um, clearly, they're going to be some type of, you know, mercenaries, bounty hunter type of group. Um, and I think they'll run into many famous... Uh, you know, um, gr morally gray bounty hunter characters that we've had in Star Wars. I think they'll run into a young Boba Fett. I think they'll run into a uh, maybe they'll run into Cad Bane from uh, from uh, from its its uh, mm. sister his its sister show Clone Wars, right? Uh, maybe they'll run into. Um, I know we already know they're running into Finnick Strand. You know, I wonder if there will be other characters as well. Maybe maybe some of the famous ones, like uh, a teenage Boba Fett. Yeah, he's. I is mean, he a teenager. Young Boba Fett does appear in Clone Wars um, mm -hmm. in a few different arcs. Right, he brings down an entire uh, venture, uh, yeah, venture class star destroyer to try and kill Mace Windu. <laughs> he has a pretty, pretty interesting career. He yeah, escapes the Sarlacc pit, obviously. Right. Yeah, you know, gets his arm back. And again, Boba again, Fresh. some synergy, right? But the next thing that I believe is due out for Star Wars is the Book of Boba. Oh, Fett. you're gonna steal my this, my bold prediction this December, and with Fennec showing up, yeah. it would make a lot of sense for Boba to show up too, especially because they're gonna be the the two main leads of that show. Um, Which then you realize the age difference, and then you're like, "That's weird." Well, remember he's a clone, and he ages faster. Slower. His aging process was uh, oh, so supposed to be more normal. Normal, yeah, normal. But it's still. I feel like, like he Django still ages faster. No, e remember what we said, way. right? <clears throat> Being a Sarlacc pit would age you. Well, his you know face is all burned. Yeah, he did get a little digested. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm gonna boost off of that. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess part of my uh, bold prediction is Tarkin is the main political adversary. But in terms of just like Star Wars and the synergy stuff, I I'm gonna call it and say now that you see one of the Bad Batch in the Book of Boba. Which oh. one? You have to choose if I had to one. guess, I would, I'm would. i going to say it's either going to be easy uh, Echoes. No. E it's Echo. Echo. Or it's going to be uh, Hunter. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's got to be Record, dude. Oh. Wait, Record would be cool. No, he'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting if Crosshair showed up, too. It, what if he's the bad guy in that? Well, where has he been then all he that time? He, uh, yeah. he did the Captain America thing. He was in ice, and then he... Yeah, <laughs> there we go. He just thawed out. like the moon base. The moon base, there we go. Yeah, God. Where is Steve Rogers? <laughs> well, not even the writers now. I don't know if you guys saw that little piece of... No, no, draft. they... they s Well, that's right, of the show, yeah. They said Kevin Feige wouldn't tell them, so they had no idea. Yeah, that's why they kept that's saying... That's why you work moon. in darkness. <laughs> Hello, darkness. So with that, any before we get into the you know the big question here, is there anything else anyone wants to call out or ask? Was anyone disappointed that um, Grogu didn't show up? No, no, I was thankful. Because, that would have uh, been annoying. He's the new face of Star Wars, mm. and he has to appear in everything. Yeah, that's yeah. not true. It's true. Well, put it this way: there would be an immediate if Grogu appeared in, in Episode One, the show immediately would get more eyes on it because you know. There's a weird section of fans now that are that don't even like Star Wars or know anything about it. They just want to see what Barry I will say there is one thing I do want to call out. Um, Star Wars is always known to have droid characters. And at Ooh. one point in this premiere, it looked like they were gearing up this Medibot to be a, their next droid So character. that's the same Medibot from the sixth season of Clone Wars mm -hmm. when I believe Fives um, and Rex go through the whole thing of 
discovering the uh, chip chip in the head. Nice. So I believe that's the same Medibot from from yep. back then. But they subverted expectations because they were like, yeah, maybe this character, and then it was destroyed or neutralized. It was neutralized, and they never went back to get it. And I'm uh, gonna bet it shows back up. Can only hope with crosshair. Yeah, no, that's gonna be It'll crosshair be controlling crosshair. <laughs> Whoa. Like you like adjusting his chip. <laughs> like dun, dun, no, 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 crosshair. <laughs> and he's doing it like like that calming voice because it's a medi medibot. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, go ahead and kill them. Whoa, like a that actually be amazing. Like Do we think there will be? I mean, every every single bot? piece of Star Wars media, there's always a droid companion. Yeah, what's the droid companion in Mandalorian? <laughs> Um, no, Grogu's the uh, the droid piece because it's useless. Um, wow. <laughs> wow, 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 wow! Season two, he is just because they dumbed him down in season two doesn't mean you get to. Um, you can carry on. I think with the Bad Batch and having a droid companion, I don't think it make. I don't think it makes a lot of sense, and I think it's okay to kind of get away from that norm, because you know the clones were created to be the opposite to a droid, mm. right? Like the battle droids. Like they're supposed to be this bigger, better thing. Could be an interesting dynamic, though. It definitely could be interesting. I feel like we've seen that weird droid clone dynamic before. Like Clone Wars touched upon that in a little bit. Sure. A couple of episodes here and there. Um, I don't know. If, I don't honestly, because of the, the core group with the, the Bad Bash and how they interact with each other, the mm. whole thing with Crosshairs, I don't need... I don't. You don't need that like comic relief. You you get that with Wrecker. Like he's goofy as f. Like, but what if they again subverted it and they made the droid character like serious? Like, let's say they, remember they're down if, of their unit. They're down their sharpshooter now, right? Because Crosshair was certainly their sharpshooter. So they get an assassin droid. Yeah, they get an assassin droid, and <laughs> which or, is actually the assassin droid that you see in the Mandalorian. <gasps> or more likely, maybe Echo loses more body parts. Oh, and becomes, becomes more, more droid. droid. That, that would be depressing. Be awesome. Dark. That'd yeah, but it would be dark. But it would be, you know, he would still live. He'd just, you know, be more bot yeah, than but human. I don't like know. Like Tech, Tech kind of talks like he's a robot. Yeah. Like so he's like, I'm calculating this. Then, like, he's I, I'm, very robotic. I'm pretty sure we're going to have a few episodes where Tech and Echo go off. It, it just is too naturally, it's too natural not to do it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Echo breaks down and Tech has to fix him. Like, a side quest. Yeah, exactly. So Huzzah! <laughs> Marshall, uh, no! You can say it now. Marshall, no! Marshall. Oh, sweet Marshall! Marshall! <laughs> Two paws in a row now, Juno. That's I'm keeping track. Really, yeah. Granted, we shot them back to back. I mean, that's our own Don't call. tell them. We're wearing different clothes. Yeah, I'm Even wearing though they different can't, clothes. You know. <laughs> yeah, Juno, you slept here. In the same clothes. <laughs> that's why we had to get Burger King. Have it your way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Christian, I think uh, if you're ready, we can ask that question. All right. Well, Arjuna, was Bad Batch the season premiere good? It was. It was a continuation of, I think, the epicness that we saw at the end of Clone Wars. Uh, and it, you know, I, I almost want to go back and watch like that, lo those last four episodes of Clone Wars and kind of watch this as it goes into it because I feel Ooh, yeah. like it transitions really nicely. Um, Actually, you should just really watch cool. the last season of Clone Wars minus the middle three or four episodes. So just start with Bad Batch. No, no. Go no. to that se the, the 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 end. Yeah. Uh, and then go right into this. In fact, that would be amazing television. Just Could cut be. out those four episodes. <laughs> I mean, considering three of them are redundant. <laughs> you just need to watch like the first, I don't know, two, three minutes of the, the sister arc. And then the last like 30 seconds of the arc when Bo-Katan shows up and then you're good. No, just skip oh, it. Get you don't even, just don't, don't do it. Don't. Uh, Ravi, was Star Wars, colon, The Bad Batch, season one, episode one, something, something, good? <laughs> it was good. It was very enjoyable. I love the fact that it was, what, 72 minutes? 70, yeah. It was a, a movie. It was basically, yeah, a movie which was awesome, nonstop action. Um, Tarkin could have been, you know, better animation in terms of his <laughs> aging, but, you know, that's a personal <gasps> thing. Oh my Honestly, God. thought that was going to sway you to know. No, that I would not be sure <laughs> about that. Because the thing is, like, regardless of how he looks, just how Tarkin acts as a as a character, is as that a villain, consistent enough for yeah, it's very consistent. <laughs> he is he is every version of Tarkin I've ever seen, both in canon and in expanded universe. He's the biggest jackass, piece of garbage, morally terrible hu human thing ever, and he you see that every single time. So, chef's kiss, chef's kiss. <laughs> 
Well, I have to ask you the, we have to ask you the question, right? Did you did you prefer the animation of Tarkin in this episode of Bad Batch over Rogue One? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's tough. That's tough. That's tough because this 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 version of Tarkin is he's more methodic. He's more kind of standing around giving orders um, and testing people. While the animation and the story that you see of Tarkin in the Clone Wars, it's 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 action it's yeah. action uh, action adventure right there, running for their lives. They're under sure. fire. He's got to be moving more. So it's a different style. Like, but which animation. one did you like more? Yeah, I mean, I, li- I like this. Whose liver spots did you like more? I like this liver <laughs> spot version of Tarkin more. You did, yeah. But you just rambled about how you didn't like the aging. Yeah, but that's that's not like I still like what I saw. I just didn't like the fact that they aged him <laughs> too much. Like you could tone it down oh, a little bit, man. you know the grays. What if they come out? What the if they release the Raffi cut? There you go. What if there's a flashback <laughs> episode of the Bad Batch? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna print out <laughs> every single frame and they color it <laughs> with a sharpie. Oh my god! What if they release Ooh, a whole episode head. of like his 18 months of hell? That'd be would great. That be, b- b- would that be better? Hell, if they came out as a book, I'll say it right now, if they came out with a book that explains the on age Tarkin? on Tarkin and like the 18 months of hell. And him like learning all the secrets of that palpit, like all that horrors and, and everything. I'd probably watch that. I'd read that actually. But you don't know how to read. We already established that. Well, Siri, <laughs> well, <laughs> Siri, well, read to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good feature. Uh, Krishna was Star Wars a bad batch? A bad batch? That was the bad batch. Not the bad oh. batch. A bad. Batch. Uh, I've never seen that. Star one. Wars: The Bad Batch, Clone Force ninety nine, Tarkin's Revenge. Good. <laughs> Is that really what it's called? No. Shit. Um, yeah, it was good. It was really good. Uh, we already touched on a lot of the stuff. But again, the subversion of expectations with Crosshair. Because like I said, going in, Bad Bash, I thought it was going to be the five of them, plus this new character. And so that really surprised me. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought, I thought starting out like that was a great way to bring in fans of the Clone Wars and, you know, immediately be like, oh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Uh, so that's a, that's a good point. I hope they can continue that strong opening. Um, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. So, yeah. Time will tell. Yeah. Time will tell. And with that, that's going to do it for us here on Was It Good. As always, you can find us, uh, us on Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram at Was It Good BTM. We live stream these pods every Monday and Friday. However, we are taking a little bit of a break. What? Uh, but we will be back. Follow us, as I said, on Twitter to see when our next live show will be. Most likely, it will be on something movie or TV related. <laughs> maybe. Hard maybe. yes. Or maybe it will be on uh, Burger King. Have it your way. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> nope. nope. <laughs> I'm loving it. Wait. <laughs> Wait a second. That's not Burger King. <laughs> you tricked me. <laughs> and Burger King that, versus McDonald's. That's the battle.